What's going on, guys? Chris Schubert, Jamie Eisner, Alex Molikoff here, and we have a quote. You were shaking your head at me. Do you not, do you not like the way I said your name? I'm gonna, do you want me to redo it and do it differently? You get to call me out on the head. Yeah, face. you just looked at me and just shook your head. We're good. Okay, so why don't you read the quote that we're going to discuss here on the anchor since you're so disappointed <laughs> in the way that I opened this up? Just He's, disappointed in I, you. Yeah. I feel like you. I really hit a source. You did, you did. Uh, yeah, we're talking about a quote from uh, Suns GM Ryan McDonough. An interesting quote as they just won the lottery, had the number one pick in the NBA draft. Said, quote, if you look around the NBA, as far as the veteran players, there are probably a few players we would consider trading the number one pick for. A few. I have two. More than one. Multiple. I have two. There are only two names that immediately come to mind. And before everybody gets in my match and just says, well, they would trade the first overall pick for LeBron James. Yeah, I'm going to operate in the real world where we're going to talk about a real actual trade that can happen because the Warriors are not trading Steph Curry for the number one overall pick. It's just not going to happen. So there are two players that come to mind. The first one, clearly the big name in terms of the trade market in the NBA free agency being Kawhi Leonard of the San Antonio Spurs. If that situation is unresolvable and the Spurs do need to move on, you got to think, that is the type of player that the Suns would love to add to their young core with Devin Booker, with Josh Jackson, and be able to kind of take the next step in, I think they're, what are they, following the timeline yeah, in Phoenix? Yeah, the ti- it's a timeline. Follow the timeline. What is process. that, like diet, trust the process? Yeah, so follow the oh, timeline. Yeah, generic so, brand. So the next Terrible. part of the timeline. Then the other player that sticks out to me, John Wall in Washington. Yeah. This is a team that needs a point guard. They need somebody that can distribute the basketball to your players like your Josh Jacksons, your Devin Bookers, TJ Ward, all the guys that they have here. Now, the, the, the problem there is a lot of money owed to John Wall. Yeah, I don't know if the Suns are going to want to take that money on, but those are the only two players that come to mind. And, and here's something else that McDonough added. It's for us, because Woj flat asked him what type of player would you trade the number one pick for. Said for us, it would have to be a proven star, but probably a young proven star and a guy with multiple years of contractual control. So, so none of those guys that I just mentioned. Because no. in the case of John Wall, he's not young, and in the case well, of, what do they consider young? And in case of Kawhi Leonard, there's no contract there. Well, he's got two years left, a year and a player option. So one. So year. one year well, left. Right. Yeah. So one year. Yeah, left. I mean, imagine, you're not trading their more pick unless you are Absolutely. pretty darn sure that you're re-signing Kawhi. Let me ask you something. And I think your answer is going to be yes, based on your your John Wall uh, opinion. There's a 99.99999% chance this ain't ever happening, but it's come up in conversation at least a couple times this postseason because of what the Boston Celtics are doing without him. Would you trade it for Kyrie Irving? So this is interesting because Ooh, last I like that. I, I thought I was going to get an immediate yes from both of you. Because and then both kind of because awesome. last year. When the idea was the number four overall pick the Suns had, which ultimately turned into Josh Jackson, and it was going to be that and other stuff for Kyrie Irving, I was yes, a hundred times yes, as long as you know that Kyrie's going to sign, right? If Kyrie's going to sign long-term with you, whatever they want. If he's not, you're not going to trade the number four pick. This is a different draft class. This has got two players at the top that I think are exceptional and they fit what this team needs. I don't think you can pass that up for Kyrie Irving. Well, I, I th- really don't think I you think can. then the question becomes is how close do you believe you are to, to contending for titles, and not the, just for the postseason. And the Suns are at least three years away from this. So, I, I at mean, least. At least. Honestly, I mean, if, you, if you're a team in the West right now, you have to look and see what Golden State is doing in particular, but Houston as well, and saying, I need to delay my peak three, four, five years down the road. You trade for Kyrie, you're trying to compete now. And I just think you're not going to be able to compete with the Houstons and the Golden States in the West. That's what makes every trade scenario that we talk about, whether it be the Kyrie trade scenarios, draft pick trade scenarios, 
Because you're right, every team in the NBA, and, and particularly teams in the Western Conference, really do have to look and say, will this move, or this and a combination of other moves we can make right now, make us a team that can contend with the Warriors? And unless you're the Rockets, and the move you're thinking of is signing LeBron James, no. no. The answer is no. Right. I, I think at the end of the day, this is this is clearly what a good general manager does. He's He's posturing. He's saying all of the right things. He's saying, of course, we'll listen. Of course, we will open the number one pick. This is the first time in their franchise's history that they have the number one pick. Unless you come to the table and blow the doors off of them with an offer, they are taking the, the little postcard that says what player they have, and it's going to get walked up to the podium, and Adam Silver's going to read it out next month. Let me flip the scenario for you. Okay. You're the Spurs. Yes. And you get a call from Ryan McDonough saying, hey, give us Kawhi. Mm-hmm. You get the number one pick. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Are you doing it? In a heartbeat. No. Yeah? I'm Ooh. not, I'm not we have doing it. In a heartbeat, and we have no. That situation is untenable. Because they think dealing, they're getting dealing. a better offer elsewhere. I don't think they're getting a better offer than the number one overall pick in draft for Kawhi. Nobody believes Kawhi's playing for the Spurs again. I, I, I agree. I don't That's think we ever see this, Kawhi play for the Spurs. If this again. was Kawhi just happened to have a, just a normal season oh. and they're trying to trade him for whatever reason, we're a whole different scenario. Oh, no, we're talking His value is limited because of the fact that nobody believes he's playing in tennis. The Spurs have very little leverage when it comes to trying to get rid of Kawhi Leonard. And and like you, I agree with you that I think that there is... I can't envision a scenario where Kawhi is on the Spurs next season. So you're saying in a heartbeat, I'm yes, heartbeat. I'm doing it. So Chris... I'll even let him finish the sentence. Let me look over to you sure. here. You said no. No. I think they get a better offer from the Philadelphia 76ers. What's the better offer? Markel Fultz in the number 10 overall pick. I would rather have number one pick. I would also rather have the number one That's, pick than Fultz in the number 10 pick. pick. I, I really, I mean, again, Fultz, I'm not going to judge Markel Fultz on, on a tenth of an injury No, season. but he was a weaker number one pick. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's not like he was like, oh my god, this guy's going to be a megastar, and then all of a sudden, like, he was going to be a good player, and then forgot how to shoot. No, I'd rather have And do you, do you both feel that whether it's it's uh, Doncic, whether it's Aiton, you seem to think that those are the two that are head and shoulders above yeah. everybody else. Would you? Does that mean that you would not consider, if you're the Suns, trading that number one pick, maybe move down to the four or five spot and get someone who's a little bit lesser quality than no. a Kawhi and, and kind of load up on assets? If What's you more likely? You not in the NBA. What's more likely is a team in, like the Phoenix Suns that are also picking 16th in this draft, and they also have the 31 overall pick, and I think they also pick 59th. They have four selections in this year's draft. Yeah. They can't keep them all. They are going to move those picks. What's more likely to me is they take 16, they package it with Marquise Chris, they have way too many young players, they have to get rid of the talent on this roster, and they throw a bone to the Memphis Grizzlies and say, hey, we'll give you that Bucks protected pick that we got for trade Derek Bledsoe last year while he was tweeting from the hair salon, and you put a package together to move back up to the number four spot. So you so keep number else, one, yeah. and, you, and you're also taking number four. Yeah, I that Chris. ultimately opens up a wide range of options with what you do with the number one overall pick if you know you're also going to be picking at number four. So the Suns, unless they're getting Kawhi Leonard, are keeping the number one overall pick, and they're picking there. They will not trade down. That's not going to happen. So, so it sounds like you, in a way, disagree with McDonough when he says there are a few players. No, there, there are not a few. There's players. not a few. There's one player that in the realm of possibility, in the realm right, of possibility, that fits sign and trades with a LeBron or right, whatever. That fits what the Suns historically have done and what fits this team, and it's Kawhi Leonard. John Wall fits this team, but historically they're not taking on that contract. No, and no. Again, are they ready to compete? Are they ready to compete? Right. So the answer is no. There. So Kawhi Leonard is the only player that makes sense, and. I think 
they value having the first pick for the first time in their franchise history a lot in a draft class where there are two players there at the choices. top yeah. there are choices that could year. be franchise cornerstones. Okay. So that, that's where I'm at with this. And I think the interesting thing really is going to be, this is McDonough saying this, how much heat and conversation comes from other general managers. Just because, just because McDonough comes out and says, of course we're going to trade the number one pick, doesn't mean the phone's lighting up. Oh, for sure. I mean, you have to do this bit of posturing. You have, you can't say, no, we're not trading. You, you have to at least leave the door open LeBron James so that people at least start, so you right. can't say, no, we're taking LeBron number one and we're moving on with him. Right. They, they, sh- they should be entertaining every possibility. And that's why I said a good general manager says things like that, even if behind closed doors he knows that it is probably a 99.9% chance that he's walking up to that card or he's handing that card off to Adam Silver that's going to read somebody's name that's going to be the next member of the Phoenix Suns. I'm just... This is just the beginning of draft Twitter for the NBA. Draft Twitter, free agency Twitter, right. trade Twitter. This it's is the best. This is just the beginning the of it. The real NBA season's about to start. Right. This is just the beginning, and that's not even a bad quote. That's not even something that can get like twisted into no, some conspiracy. I can't wait to see what people say about some of the other players in this draft and some of the other draft picks, because I think we're just getting started. I'm going to put you both on the spot sure. right now, even though I fully expect, and, and it's fine if your answers change between now and, and June or July, Okay. and I'm going to put you on the spot, though. Yes. You're saying quite the only player you would trade this pick for. Yes. You value this pick very yes, highly. Yes, I do. So, when the Suns make the number yes. one overall selection in the upcoming NBA draft, whose name will they say? Whose name should they say? Uh, the name they will say is DeAndre Ayton. The name they should say is Luka Doncic. Okay. James? I believe the name that they will say and should say is the same. Wow. wow. That's what I okay. want. That's what okay. I want. I want to pass up on the hometown kid. That's the thing. This hometown narrative is, is ridiculous. It's, that's what Tucson, scares me. Tucson is so far away from where the sun is. Like, it's about an hour and a half. I get, but nobody, it's the way the call out. We live in Phoenix. Right. Spoiler. We live in Phoenix. We live in the area. We live a 15-minute drive from where the sun's playing. Nobody thinks about for Tucson. Well, for now. <laughs> Nobody thinks about like this. This weird narrative of the hometown kid. This is not. This is not the way that people think about a hometown kid narrative. No, and, and I you and take I, the best player. Period. And I think at the end of the day, the conversation is going to be for the next month with the Suns at number one, Luca or Aiden, and then the Kings at number two are which one of those two is left. I mean, th- so you just got to know in some order, the draft is going to go Luka Doncic, DeAndre. Aiden. You would, you would certainly think so. The Atlanta Hawks are sitting there. What number three? Pick somebody else. Don't, don't put those two guys. Yeah. On your, you know, draft list, they ain't gonna be there. You're gonna have to go from the Bagleys, the Porters, the Obamas of the world. Those are gonna be the types of players that are available for you at number three. I'm sorry. This is my, this is my favorite. Topic. I can tell you're getting really fired up. I love Luka Doncic, and I'm going to buy a jersey of whatever he plays for. And I would rather it be the team that is in the state that I live in than the team that I like in the Phoenix Suns. So that's why I'm buying a want Kings them. jersey. I'm not buying a Kings Luka Doncic jersey. I'm not I'd rather own a Kings jersey than a Suns jersey, just from an aesthetic standpoint. Sun, the Suns jerseys. I, I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, take. Some throwback Suns, Suns jerseys Suns have a lot good, of options, but those Kings throwbacks, though. Ooh. Those the are Kings throws back to throwbacks are good. They're current. Well, whatever. They're fine. So on that note, that's it for us. Uh, we'll be back in case any other draft Twitter news happens. If there's any more rumors about where Kawhi is going to go, if the number one picks on the move, call me crazy. I'm going to go out on a limb. Yes, I think there will be more rumors about where Kawhi Leonard will go. This really? Summer. You know what? I agree I with you. I agree with you. I think that that'll that will definitely happen. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later.